Welcome to the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast with me, Kathy Love. I'm a business coach who helps allied health professionals run powerful and profitable businesses in the disability sector. Join me for cutting-edge interviews with leaders in the allied health and business fields, along with plenty of practical content that you can use to make your business practice perfect. Turnbull is our guest today on the podcast and I know that you listeners are going to very much enjoy this conversation because Ben is involved in an organisation that you probably don't even know exists but you absolutely need to know. Ben, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. So our conversation today is all about the Allied Health Assistant Network of Australia or I, I just call it a HANA. Is that what you guys call it? Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Ihana yeah. for short. Yeah. So, so many allied health professionals do not even know about this secret resource. How about <laughs> first up, you introduce yourself and, and your role in, in Ahana? Yep, most definitely. Um, so, my name is Ben Turnbull. I am an allied health assistant by profession, and I am working with our team in Australia to develop um, the Allied Health Assistant Network of Australia. We have come together as a group of allied health assistants in every state and territory in Australia, and we are in the process of developing a network so we can support, promote, inform, and advocate for allied health assistance, uh, more or less in the uh, acute care community fields, and then also within the the NDIS structure, et cetera. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget um, in this current climate that AHAs have been working in hospitals and community settings yeah. and in other private settings. I know mm. we used to have them. They're a huge part of the team that I worked with in a special school like many decades ago. So it's a really broad reach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely, most definitely. So allied health assistants have been around for a very long time. They were um, before... Um, it came into fruition, so to speak. Mm. They were um, working as uh, as ex nurses, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, in the hospital fields. Oh, they were too. They yeah. were too. Okay. So, how long has Ahana been around for? Okay. Well, to start off, um, it first established as an allied health or as the allied health assistant Victorian network. And that was introduced, I think, in 2016, 2017. Don't quote me because I do, do not have my years. Yep, um, got I the gist. Fully un- I yep, didn't yep. know that. Didn't know it started in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. So um, then I actually connected with um, the one of the managers on the Victorian network and I decided, oh, I'm going, going to try and get a team together to develop the New South Wales one. So we developed the New South Wales Network, Allied Health Assistant Network, and then from that we decided it's only going to go so far because it is just a network. Mm-hmm. So we decided to develop the uh, national network. And so, so forth, we have connected with Allied Health Assistants in every state and territory in Australia. We're connecting with health tech uh, directorates, managers all over the country as well. Mm-hmm. How many allied health assistants have you got as members at the moment? 
Um, we have a contact list of around a thousand, yeah. but it's that's only just the start. That's only just touching the border because I know in the health fields there's quite a few thousand in all the states and territories in Australia. But it's getting, it's connecting with them. That's the most difficult part, and then mm. also relaying that off to the private practices because of the, um, I wouldn't say the issues, but the um, considerations uh, that allied health professionals have because they believe they are allied health assistants are now taking over their role, which is definitely not the case. So not the case. Not everyone believes that, Ben. Not everyone no, believes good. that. No, <laughs> no, not everyone. But it's, it's a new relationship uh, that allied health businesses are figuring out for one of a less complicated yeah. kind of term because um, the NDIS has made the whole thing available to think about how um, yeah. allied health assistants can come in and serve with uh, yeah. allied health professionals and serve with support workers and support and serve with kind of participants as well. So whilst it's a really old and established profession, it's finding its feet, I think. In the private yeah, yeah, practice definitely. sector. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's slowly getting there. It's still taking time, but it's finally people are starting to realise how important allied health assistants are for allied health professionals to do their work more efficiently and to really focus in on the patient's needs and goals, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think it gets a little tricky as an AHP, allied health professional, if if you haven't had good support with how to work with an allied health assistant, mm. because it's a real partnership, it's it's not just delegating the easy work or it's not just delegating mm-hmm. this, that and the other. It's a real partnership because the assistant needs to be informing the AHP about what's happening. The <laughs> AHP needs to be kind of adjusting programs and monitoring mm. and it's not a one-way street at all. Um, what do your kind of members, what are their thoughts about some really good ways to work with the yeah, yeah, um, so, professional as such. Yeah, definitely. So um, we've actually got a couple of polls on our platform. So, so for example, our website, um, mm-hmm. and they actually target certain areas which allied health assistants wants AHANA to develop. And one of those areas is more or less professional development. And that is more or less so they can actually attain the certain skills which they require to um, support an allied health mm-hmm. professional. And with that being said, uh, the allied health professional, they're the ones who need to, tra- or need to train them in their field so they can um, work efficiently with them. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, it's gone so fast and so far, even in the last two, three, four years. Um, yeah. it's, it's exciting to kind of think about what that partnership and what the career path for AHAs will look like in years to come yeah. and you've been in this you've been working as an AHA for a long time what what are your thoughts about where it's going as a profession and as a wonderful career for people yeah definitely um so I believe allied health assistants will become um well as I'm not sure if you're aware but within the NDIS structure it's actually um given allied health assistants a, a name for themselves. They, they can actually work indiv- individually mm-hmm. as long as they have an allied health professional 
managing them or actually they can relay their information onto them so they can give them their professional opinion. But allied health assistance, my apologies, um, are starting to become more or less individual because they um, they are a profession in itself. Because they can work in so many different fields and areas in allied health, they're becoming more and more apparent. Yeah. And we are hoping down the track we can develop those qualifications or, sorry, we, we won't develop, but we will get um, uh, companies and whatnot to develop their, those qualifications so it, can, so it can better suit the allied health professional. And that's more or less in the remote and very remote areas because an allied health assistant might be them, might be by themselves and then two, 300 kilometres away, there's the allied health professional. So they need to pretty much do allied health professionals' work and then relay that information back onto the allied health professional in that town or city which they're from. Yeah. Mm. What's the latest and greatest with training, formal training for AHAs at the moment? Yeah, 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 definitely. So we've um, connected with many education providers, uh, RTOs to be exact, um, around the country. And that's in relation to all the various areas of allied health. So we've got physiotherapy, occupational therapy, so all the allied health fields. But then also we've connected with various organisations. So several Paul's here. Um, yeah, Alliance, well, CPA. Several, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, and then speech, um, speech um, pathology um, uh, conditions, so to speak, mm. um, mobility conditions. So we've got all those education providers um, onto our platform. So allied health assistants can jump onto our platform and actually do that training so they can be proficient in those certain areas. So when they go into an allied health position, they know exactly what to do in that mm. role, working yep. with uh, someone who requires uh, someone who has experienced or has cerebral palsy, multiple sclerosis, brain injury, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the platform in a in a tick because it's an absolute treasure chest on there. What about <laughs> the the kind? Is it a? I should know the answer to this. Um, but the AHA training, it's a cert four. Correct. So okay, so we have a cert three and a cert four. Oh, a cert three is more or less like a an introduction, um, because as a cert three, you still have to be. Um, monitored and actually have the allied health professional present but with an allied health professional they are oh, sorry with an allied health assistant a certificate for um they they have to also have the um allied health professionals advice and whatnot mm-hmm. but they do not have to have them there constantly they can be um I can't think of the right word now <laughs> supervising but not in line of sight is exactly. there something around that yeah yeah, something along those lines, mm. yes. Yeah. Mm. So they always have to be connected with them, but they do not have to have them there constantly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, more, it's, it's going to be more beneficial if they're there constantly, mm. but mm. Um, it's very difficult for an allied health professional because they've got so many clients, et cetera. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that AHA training is going to change in years to come? Is it going to get more <laughs> sophisticated? Just it's like- actually changing. Yeah. Yeah, it's changing at this point in time. Can you we tell us? Had a or is it a secret? 
No, I cannot say anything. But, uh, <laughs> not just yet, but it is changing because, of, as you know, the forecast with the NDIS structure, yeah. um, uh, disability services, um, disability clients and whatnot. So mm-hmm. we're trying to make it more mainstream. So oh, they're trying to make it more mainstream. So um, our allied health assistant in New South Wales can work as an allied health assistant in Northern Territory or South Australia. Mm. So they're trying to make it more nationally recognised because, as you know, at the moment, this all the different frameworks in all the states and territories in Australia, yeah. they're so different because the legal and laws uh, structures. Oh, got it. Okay, so yeah, they're looking yeah. for more a national accredited program. It's, yeah, it, yes and no. It's yeah. going to take time because, it, as you know, we live in a massive country. Yeah. So there's always going to be diff, uh, changes and differences in each state and territory. Yeah, I think uh, more than ever before in the last 18 months, we've seen how the states do things <laughs> differently, haven't we? Yeah. We won't mention the we won't mention the the COVID word though. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's great because it's such yeah. an exciting career pathway for people coming it is. through. Yeah, we've we've um had so much, so many people feed, um give us feedback saying how happy they are to see us up and running because we have really needed um uh, at start a network because we need to give it a voice for allied health assistance because they're like falling falling under the allied health professional and then they don't have any control on what they do and whatnot and where the money goes. But yeah, yeah. that's a whole different uh uh issue we need to talk about or we could talk about. (laughs) We could also talk about the NDIS price guide because I think that needs a bit of a change up for AHAs. Yeah, okay. Okay. I I haven't looked too much into it, Mm. but, yeah. Um, I have spoken to some people about that and I've been told um, the plans, um, the the course, uh, the fee structure, could be a little bit different. I, I'm just not aware of it in mm. various other, other states and territories. But yeah. uh, moving forward, once we become more um, apparent and more recognised, hopefully that will change, yeah. especially and, with the structure of the NDIS, as yeah. I've said before. And what we were just saying about um, more agreed and up-leveled national standards, for want of a better word, for the training, that's another piece too, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I hadn't yeah, thought yeah, about no. it like that. Oh, very, yeah. very interesting. Uh, <laughs> so what what have been the changes that you've seen in the last kind of five years with AHA? Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> yeah, just pick your favourites. What have you okay, noticed? Well, <laughs> well, at the start, this network, <laughs> we went around five years ago. Yeah. Um, but as an allied health assistant, um, hmm, the changes, the changes I would have, uh, I have seen would be just the, um, the, the, the level of um, professionalism and also how important allied health assistants are, are becoming in our um, industry. Because yeah. as I said before, they were just classified as um, people who decided to go into the allied health field who were already health employees of some sort. And so now this is, it's becoming more or less a profession because they've, they've found out that you have to have some sort of skill set or professionalism to work as an allied health assistant because you have, to, 
you do have to have some sort of knowledge with a, a, a Pacific Allied Health profession to, to do the job. Yeah. 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 So more professional and perhaps even more employment options as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've um, connected with quite a few um, employer, um, or sorry, em- employer com- employee companies, mm. um, workplace companies, etc. So we've got a couple on our website. They're more or less mainstream to get our uh, health assistants to look at the website and then jump through those hoops so they can actually find the Pacific allied health positions because there's lots of positions out there, mm. but it's still. Um, it's still hard to really grasp what an allied health assistant is and what you can what you can and can't do as an AHA because there's lots of people who want to work as an um, want people to work as an AHA within their um, disability service, for example, but they're asking more or less um, the needs of a um, support worker, but they're still requiring an AHA. So yeah. So what's so the difference? What's the difference in um, your mind? Yeah, well, simply uh, an allied health assistant has skills, a skill set within the allied health structure. Uh, a support worker, they 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 work um, with the client and whatnot, but they don't. They haven't had any formal training or education to work in the allied mm. health field. Yeah, it's a so difficult one. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. it's it's simple, but it's kind of complex, isn't it? Because the work that they may do may look similar, but I guess mm. it's the skills and knowledge that they bring to doing that yeah. work with the participant. Yeah, definitely. And, and hopefully down the track um, with the development of these skill sets in the future, uh, and now a support worker, as long as they've done some sort of knowledge within the allied health field, they can work as as a um, grade two or a cert three in allied health assistance. So they can work as a support worker that have some sort of um, understanding within allied health assistance. So that's more or less working with people who have gone through the NDIS, et cetera. Got it, got it, got it. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy to think about what it's going to look like in the next five years, isn't it? Oh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So mm. Allied Health Assistant Network of Australia is a really comprehensive website. Uh, what's the, what, what, is, what is it? What will people find on the, on the website? Okay, so, so to, to start off with, um, just jumping onto our homepage, they will find our student section, which is where um, we have Allied Health Assistant courses, so that's where they actually find the courses themselves, um, research articles and, and journals. So we haven't got any journals just yet, but we've got lots and lots of research articles. So that's where they find articles which um, will interest them or may interest them as an Allied Health Assistant. Um, and then we've got um, professional development courses and resources. So that is where they find um, courses and resources which relate to their allied health professional, but they're looking at various conditions within that field. And we then also have a job opportunities page, a peer support page where, so for example, with the peer support page, we've actually, we're we're continually locating um, various resources, but we've actually added, I think five out of the eight states and territories. So, um, uh, support service um, 
contacts within all those states and territories. So if some if someone requires um, some support or peer support or just support in general as an allied health assistant in their particular state or territory, they can jump onto our website and find that um, link or that contact so they can actually go through that and connect with the right person so they can get through that um, issue that they may be that may have arised for them. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's discipline-specific resources and state information, and then there's a bit about industrial relations as well. It's quite the yep. one-stop shop for someone who is employing AHAs or yep. someone who wants to be or is an AHA, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get yeah. as much information into our, into our platform so allied health assistants and allied health professionals know where they can find the, the, the most useful and the most relevant information on, on our platform mm. so they know exactly what, where to look and what to look for. I've got to say, I was pretty surprised when you said the other week that membership is free. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you for re- reiterating <laughs> that because that is, it's I'm still fantastic. recovering. <laughs> <laughs> because at this point in time, we're still developing those um options we're hoping to have some sort of um um uh, option for insurance packages for people so who want to become individual allied health assistants but more or less um mem- as you said membership is free for the allied health assistant because we really want to get our name out there and show mm. allied health assistants and allied health professionals that we are really su- we are really trying to support and promote the allied health professional uh, allied health assistant mm. my apologies Yep, yep. Because we do see how how important this role is. Yeah. Definitely for the future. So what's the work of the the network kind of, you know, in the next year year or two? Where where do you want the network to go? I know you're one of several people involved in it, but. Yeah, well, just just to cut you off quickly, there's actually, I think, 17 to 20 people mem- uh, committee members now. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're actually we our team is uh, consists of people in every community members mm. in every state and territory, but Tasmania. We're still trying to find that person from Tassie. <laughs> well, now is your moment. Who are you looking for in Tassie? Tassie listens to us. Who do you want in Tassie? <laughs> Perfect. Um, so an allied health assistant who would like to join. Uh, allied health assistant or allied health professional who works as an allied health assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to hear from them so we can add that, uh, have them as a committee, committee member on our platform or our network. Mm. Okay. So we can right. really start developing those you, pathways. In the, you Tasmania. never know. Ben, sometimes you just got to put it out to the universe and people will get in touch. Um, yes, we actually, we've been connected. Uh, we've actually spoken with a couple of uh, allied health assistants from other uh, other countries as well. Wow, interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's been really interesting, yeah. Oh, gosh, gosh. So where, you know, what direction is kind of Ahana taking in the in the short term? You've got a lot on yeah. your agenda, but where? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so in the short term, we're we're trying to develop into some sort of um, professional body. Say, for example, we're trying to develop our network, so it's a little bit more than just a network. It's actually something that allied health assistants can actually 
connect with and actually gain relevant resources and information and then um, have some sort of body which can help manage, I wouldn't say manage, but assist them in working as an independent allied health assistant or working with an allied health professional. And the allied health professional can connect with us so we can assist them so they can better support allied health assistant in their workplace. Mm. Yeah. Is it is it going to happen down the track that there is a peak body for AHAs? Like I'll just use the word association, who knows what it's <laughs> called. Is that likely? We're really hoping that's going to happen in the near future. We're, we're working towards that. It's just there's a lot of work behind the scenes that needs mm. to be done first. But it, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong, it's, it's happening at this point in time. It's yep. just very slow and steady, especially with what's happening at the moment in the world and not more or less even in Australia. It's just taking time because of that reason. Mm. What sort of yeah. help would you like to kind of get that done? Yeah, so um, we've, we've more or less, we're trying to connect with various um, health organisations, et cetera, because we, requ- we now require some funding so we can actually develop those insurance um, options and then develop into some sort of peak body. So having, once we obtain funding, et cetera, et cetera, we can actually connect with various business partners, um, allied health partners so we can develop the the background com- complete the background work for allied health allied health system network of australia so we can become a peak body or professional entity yeah okay okay oh well you never know who's listening you never know it's um <laughs> yeah, it's great with 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 it as such a growing profession and growing sector within a sector it's um going to be needed isn't it sooner rather than later yeah. Yeah, and, and, and as I said, as I was going to mention before, we've got lots and lots of documents, but they need to be firstly fine-tuned and then uh, signed off, so to speak. And for that to happen, you need some funding to get the right lawyers and I wouldn't say lawyers, but all the right people to do that work for yeah. us as well. Yeah. <laughs> Onwards and upwards is one of my favourite expressions. <laughs> Definitely. That yeah. sounds fantastic. I want to go back to something you said a little way back, uh, yeah. and this is about AHAs working on their own and essentially setting themselves up as providers and companies and in their own business. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. Is this a trend that you're seeing that AHAs are going um, alone and setting up their own business? And Yes and no. It is tricky because, as you know, an allied health assistant, they are the assistant of an allied health professional. Mm. Um, They can, don't get me wrong, they can work as an allied health assistant, but they do need to have the connections with management support of an allied health professional because they are assistants. They do not have the capability of working as a professional because that's not where they're. That's not what they're doing. Mm. That's not what they're doing, I should say. <laughs> but yes, um, th- yes, that is happening, especially with the um, the structure of the NDIS. Because I'm not sure if you're aware, allied health assistants in that in that structure are become more becoming more apparent because they're much more cost effective. They, they can employ a, a client can employ or a client or a person can employ an allied health two allied health assistants for one allied health professional or even more. Mm. 
Mm. So it's it's actually having those allied health assistants there, working with them, and then having then feeding feed, feeding that information back to the professionals so they can develop and manage those plans. So yes, it is um, it is becoming more apparent allied health assistance in the um, becoming individual, but in terms of allied health system businesses, I'm not 100% sure on that. Down the track, some, hopefully that can happen. Yeah, Most someone definitely. listening may well have some good intel on that yeah. um, for yeah. us because I can sort of see it as being commercially viable and commercially really interesting for um, for people, uh, for AHAs. What about... Oh, how can I ask this question? If we think of the NDIS context, which is probably the context I'm most familiar with, uh, where are AHAs working working the most? Are they in the not? Hang on, I've got three choices because I've got to get (laughs) because I don't understand. I don't understand this, so I'll need to ask the question. Are they mainly (laughs) engaged with um, allied health businesses like private practice or? Are they engaged by the participant or are AHAs actually in some of the big not-for-profits? Where where are they hanging out? Gosh, that's a tricky question. I know. That's (laughs) why I'm asking. I've been been curious about this for ages. Yeah, well, um, just going forward, in terms of, like, um, connecting with, like, the big um, health uh, companies, so for example, disability companies. I won't mention any in particular, but they are becoming more apparent apparent yeah. in those um, uh, companies. Um, in terms of um, private practices, they are being used more and more because allied health professionals are actually realizing how important an allied health assistant is for their service because they can actually connect with and work with more clients because they've got allied health assistants who can actually um, support them with their work and actually take on some of the work for them as long as they can hand that work off to them. Mm. Um, but just to go back on your question, um, the the other industry, what was that one? So I can rely on it. It was participants hiring AHAs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. engaging yeah. AHAs. Perfect, yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much for mentioning, mentioning that. We've actually, on, it, on our platform, We've connected with a, a service in Victoria where they actually recruit um, um, or they get allied health assistance to register on to their platform. And then they, then they actually connect with various clients in that state. And then they have the client to look at those uh, allied, health, allied health assistant profiles. And then they connect with the allied health mm-hmm. assistant. And that's where they actually work with them. So they're like more or less managing them but the allied health assistant is still individual in that way. Yep, yep. I think we should mention mm. Ali Assist. Yeah, okay. Well, that, yep, that's, let's that's go the there. Is it, this isn't the ABC. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, you, you answered my question. <laughs> yeah, so Ali Assist uh, is an agency, yeah, essentially. I I, yeah. I I liken it to a bit of a matchmaking agency that... Um, <laughs> health professionals and participants and AHAs have got a meeting place and can find great yeah. partnerships through that yeah, they, they have been fantastic um, for allied health assistance and there are a couple others in other parts of the 
of the country. But yes, I I can't mention them because I haven't asked for clearance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to do something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you got to sometimes you got to get things get things wrong as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's sort of lots of lots of opportunity. Um, what would you want to say to perhaps a allied health business, a private practice somewhere in Australia who's a bit hesitant uh, about bringing AHAs in? Yeah, definitely. That's actually something that I've I've been working towards for such a long time because I really want to connect with allied health professionals and allied health businesses because they really need to understand having an allied health assistant on board really helps them minimise the amount of work that they're going to have to do as an AHP because they're more or less, they can actually do the the planning, the management of the client's client's needs, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then once those services have been um, uh, assessed, et cetera, um, they can then pass that information and those plans onto the allied health assistant who can then um, um, take on that treatment intervention and then hand that work back onto the allied health professional. Um, but with that being said, um, once an allied health professional hands that information on or information plan back onto the AHA, they can actually go and work, um, um, complete um, more work um, with clients. So they, they more or less they're actually being more adaptive with their profession. So they can actually work with more clients and manage more people um, as an AHP if they've got AHAs on board. Mm, yeah. yeah. I think some business owners are um a little a little unsure. Um I think the insurance, mm. sorting out the insurance and the liability yeah. has been really tricky. Um mm. and I think that's getting a little easier. I'll get your thoughts on that as well. But I think just <laughs> also just yeah. sort of um training the AHPs to be able to set programs and delegate with accountability. Mm. I, I don't think that's an easy I think that's assumed and then everyone finds out that it's harder than they harder <laughs> than they thought. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. then I guess also some of the AHAs are engaged as casuals and so there's that sort of minimum mm. three hour yeah. shift and that can be mm. um a really good opportunity to fill but it also needs to be time well spent for for everybody they I don't know they seem to be the sticky you know the pain points that I hear the the most about yeah definitely um especially with the um training of an allied health assistant mm. within the and allied health um, business um because the allied health assistant is only as good as how much training and how mm. great the training is for the from the AHP because as you know, every allied health field or business in this country, they're, they're, they're slightly different. They do, their ways are slightly different. So if you can train them as best you can within your workplace, they're going, they're going to flourish and you, they're going to give you the best outcomes. Yeah. What about the bit about the insurance? Is that getting a bit more understandable nowadays? Nervous laughter from both of us. I'm actually, I'm actually laugh, I'm laughing with um, pleasure, so to speak. Um, so, Ahana, we're actually, we've actually connected with um, a couple insurance um, companies, and so moving forward, once we further develop, we're hoping to connect with the, um, uh, an insurance company or insurance companies to provide options for allied health professional, uh, allied health assistants, so they can work as individuals. Mm-hmm. So they, um, they are given. Um, tr- uh, 
programs, so to speak, so they um, can off they can be offered insurance programs, so professional indemnity, um, public liability, all those sorts sorts of things. So they will be added onto our platform once ready, so they can actually join those insurance or connect with those insurance companies and gain insurance um, plans themselves through themselves as in, as individuals. Yep. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's been really tricky and certainly the conversations I've had and been party to is that it's just been really confusing. Is it under the business? Is it under the OT? Is it under the under the AHP? Is it under the allied health mm-hmm. assistant? And not many business owners have too much extra time to get to the bottom of that. Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a really, it's very broad valid mm-hmm. health assistant role. So we're trying. Slowly, they're slowly trying to fine tune it, but it's taking time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be an easy one. That just removes one of the roadblocks for engaging AHAs. Um, yeah. There's also a bit of a challenge out there as to where to find them and how to recruit them. <laughs> you got any pro tips on that? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, the, the thing is, there's allied health assistance everywhere. Um, uh, definitely in the um, within RT, um, allied health assistant RTOs, so allied health assistant courses or RTOs who um, run allied health assistant courses, you can connect with those guys. We have a range of them on our platform from every state and territory in Australia. But then also just connecting with um, various um, health organisations who, will, will, who would hopefully have those contacts because mm. there are lots and lots of allied health assistants out there who are seeking work as an AHA, but they're not they're not able to find the right um, employment or someone who actually really who would like to have them on board. Mm. So jumping onto various job platforms, so for example, Seek, yep. Um, yep. and all those sorts of places as well. And maybe uh, the Ahana website that platform there might be um, a bit a bit of a shortcut as well for both assistants who are looking for positions and business owners yep. who are looking to build their AHA team. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and that's more or less. So on our job opportunity section, that is where AHAs can find AHA-specific work and for recruiters um, to um, <coughs> connect with us, so to speak, so we can then pass on or even have a chat to them about how they can uh, gain support or connect with various allied health assistants in their area so they can uh, have the opportunity of employing someone. Got it. Good. We'll uh, see if we can provide a link in the show notes so that that is a nice little quick through, quick link through A to the the website and the registration, but um, also that notice board as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... um, there's only a couple sections on our platform where you have to register to look into them, and that okay. is more or less the peer support and the, I think the job job opportunities page because they are more mm. um, confidential. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say more confidential, but they're more um, personal, so to speak. Yep, yep. Okay, Pacific. Very cool, very cool. Is there mm. anything else about the website and the platform that we haven't mentioned? Um, so, have we spoken much about the research? Um, no, no, no. Perfect. So, nothing <laughs> about the research articles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, we have recently um, 
um, well, I should say we we have um, recently come out of a research article which was done mm-hmm. in uh, completed in or um, organised in um, Queensland, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that is more or less the um, nature of the allied health assistance within the NDIS structure. Mm-hmm. So they they looked at how important allied health assistance are and how support workers can work as HAs in their field without any formal training. Okay, so. That's recent research. Is there more research about AHA effectiveness? Yes, we have some very um, basic information on there. Mm. Or I wouldn't say basic. There is some general information on, to, on the um, research articles and journals section. Um, moving forward, we are, we are more than we will, we are continually looking at and finding those research articles and hoping to connect with those research programs to. Uh, share that information onto allied health assistants and HP businesses. Yeah. When we when I sort of think about all the, you know, topics that we've sort of spoken about, that's kind of just such a really obvious next step, isn't it? That yeah, you yeah, actually exactly. really prove their worth, prove their efficacy, <laughs> um, and really set down those roots as a very, very valuable profession. Yeah, we, we do have... Um, it was, I think it was done, I'm not sure if it was last year or the year before. Mm. It was a, um, a research um, article. Oh, there is a research article on our platform on that section which explains or outlines how important allied health assistants mm. are and how they can support an age business. Got it. And, and, more, and those articles are still coming about. They're, they're, yeah. they're, more, they're always um, happening but it's just obtaining them and adding them onto the platform to relay the information on. That's a, mm. that's a difficult part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, understand, understand. <laughs> All righty. Well, we have covered a lot of territory, a lot of territory. We've just sort of, yeah, really pressed on quite a few <laughs> of the kind of key key topics. Uh if you Ben sort of want to have the last last word, what would you, would you like listeners to know about AHAs and where they're going? Get on your soapbox here. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I would I really would like to just reiterate how important allied health assistants are for allied health businesses and how how beneficial they are they can be and they are for your service because they can really support your businesses um, business businesses structure and proficiency or within that um, field that you work in. Uh, allied health assistants are becoming more and more apparent because they are very cost effective and they are they can really uh, support in developing the, the development of your business with uh, obtaining more and more clients or clientele mm. and improving your services as an AHP and then also developing the goals of supporting and improving the goals and the outcomes of the clientele that you support because, as you know, the research that, it, that is coming in for our health professionals and assistants is becoming more and more apparent and more in, informational, informal. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. It will be very, very uh, exciting to kind of reconnect in you know, six, 12 months, see where the network is is up to. So we've got to make sure that we, uh, that we do that as well. <laughs> That'd be fantastic, yes. And, yeah, just, so just to reiterate, membership is free at the moment 
So we are really trying to get as many members, allied health assistants as possible on our platform from all over the country. And that, and that's more or less so we can best manage and support the allied health assistant role. Love it. All righty. Thanks yeah. a lot, Ben. Thank you very much and have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit practicemadeperfectpodcast.com. While you are there, you can subscribe for future episodes and continue your business adventure with me. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The Private Practice Made Perfect podcast is brought to you by Experts on Air Podcast Network.